Hi, I'm Grace, and I'm an indie vet. I'm also home from work at six and already transformed into a princess. Mommy, put on your clown. That's because I've got complete control of my schedule, plenty of shifts that fit my life, and a team like no other. It's a whole new way to vet. Indie vets. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It is Will. And it's Griff. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and our NBA locks, as well as two early predictions for awards. Um, What do you say? Yeah, let's get right into it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It is Will. And it's Griff. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl and uh, NBA Rock as well as Uh, before we start, just want to say quick thanks to all the followers, all the listeners, everyone. It's been a great first season of Inside the Five. Um, today is the official last episode of season one. Season two starts on Friday, so <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah, it's like not it's that not like big a of break. a difference. Yeah, yeah, just... no, the Super Bowl has ended, so season two is going to be. I'd say up until the regular season of the NFL and then season two will end once the season ends. So that's yeah. just the way that we're going just so we can like have it a bit more organized, you know? Yeah. So it's been a great season one, yeah. season two. Thank you guys for season one. Uh, glad to say that we're getting rebooted for <laughs> season two. They've continued us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, moving on to the big game we've all been waiting for the Super Bowl. Um, it was an interesting one to say the least. Uh, Bucks beat the Chiefs thirty-two to nine. Uh, that was a score that no one was ready to see. Um, I'm genuinely yeah. shocked. Like the, the like I said they were going to win, and I and I just didn't like think that was going to happen. The Chiefs just like didn't look good at all. Yeah. Like, okay, one, there was some questionable calls. We'll get to that soon. But, mm-hmm. like, they just didn't look like they wanted to, like, win. Oh, not at all. And, I mean, it was trouble- troubling because they had uh, both of their starting tackles out 
Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, did they end up having their center? I believe they did. Yeah, they had they had their center in. I think they have everyone except for their they had two tackles out. They yeah, they had two tackles out, which is big. And then I mean their defense just looked bad. Yeah, they looked they looked really bad. Um I kind of felt bad for Mahomes because he was literally running around the whole game. Like it was just like and and at the same time, like he was giving them good balls and they were just not catching them. Like they started off with drops. They didn't start off with a catch. Like Kelsey dropped one right off the bat. So did Tyreek. I mean, Tyreek, I mean, they said that like the catch that everyone saw that literally went off of his face mask. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been he could have fallen into the end zone there. Like he was almost pretty much in there, if not in there. Yeah, and like not only that, but like Patrick Mahomes, like the way that he would get the ball out and still put it on a dime. Did you see that where he was literally like almost on the ground, still threw it 30 yards and hit uh what's Daryl Williams, their running yeah, back, was, hit him nuts. right in the face mask in like, the end zone. Know. It looked like that insane play that you like see in like the like the old college football game where the like the quarterback yeah, is slipping behind. The BC quarterback and, is like behind yeah, and just like, yeah, just like whips it. Yeah, and yeah. just like an insane pass like that's literally like what it was it was like like he was like crazy like some of the some of the passes he got off were incredible like when he was literally getting sacked by like three different people they're like a full 360 and like hucked it and i don't even know who was in the back of the end zone i mean he didn't catch it but like he got a hand on it yeah he was like it was like open i know there was like there was like a lot of opportunities where i feel like mahomes just didn't like get like luck on his side i don't even want to say luck i want to say unlucky i don't want to say there was luck to catch it i just want to say like a lot of those were unlucky to not catch it yeah especially from like the go-tos like like kelsey i mean um i'll give you guys some stats really quick for the chiefs mahomes went 26 for 49 had 270 yards and two interceptions um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had nine carries, 64 yards. Kelsey still had 10 receptions and 133 yards, which which is still a, like a very good game. Like, yeah, it's just like he like if he didn't drop like the first three balls, he almost he, he might have had 15 catches. I know, and a few touchdowns. Yeah, and he, and then um, was it Mecole or Pringle that dropped one in the end zone? Literally, just like had it. It was Pringle. Oh, that was the Pringle one. Oh, yeah, that was the Pringle one that just bounced right off of his face mask. And then I, that was – I've never seen, like, that many, like, bounces off the face mask. Yeah, I know. It was bad. It was, like – and, like, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, the Chiefs lost this game and, like – because they did play bad, but, like, they played bad because that Buccaneers pass rush was insane. It was – it was, like – I've never seen so anything. there wasn't really a lot of like time. That. There wasn't really a lot of time. And when Patrick Mahomes could make time, the receivers still couldn't get open. So, I mean, the DBs were doing their job, but there was also just a lot of drops. It's just yeah, kind of like and- on offense, nothing really went well for them. And I mean, I guess you could say the same about defense. Yeah. They just didn't have a great game. And like the one thing that I found was like, I don't know. It's not like funny, but like, it was just like, the, it was just like a bad timing. I think during the game, there was like uh, during or after the game, there was a commercial. Was like, if getting if playing in the Super Bowl doesn't hype you up, then I don't know what will. And it was Patrick Mahomes saying it after they literally just got like dismantled. Oh my goodness. 
I was like, that couldn't have been like the worst timing ever. Yeah. And uh we've been talking about the Chiefs the whole time. Well, let's get to the Bucks because they had a fucking good game. Dude, they had they a good had game. Monster game. Um Wrong. <sighs> I, okay, well, end off on the Chiefs. The Tyron Matthew was also another issue that I think caused them to dismantle. They got they like they got into that. Him and Brady got into each other's heads, and Brady yeah. won that battle. Like he won. Well, no. See, there. the thing is, I that's where the officiating I question it because yeah. Tyron Matthew went up to him right mm-hmm. and was like talking his talk and all that, and then Brady like. As the, as he was like done, Brady like ran over after, and then talked back, and then Tyran Matthew like started walking with him, and then Tyran Matthew got flagged. Yeah, I didn't understand that flag at all. I was really confused. Yeah, I mean, if it's going both ways, why call it on one person? Yeah, I know because the angle that they showed, it looked like Tyran Matthew said something as they were about to split, and it looked like Brady was running back because he got pissed. Yeah. Like, but obviously, if we saw it at some other angle, it probably would have showed it differently. But like, there was mm-hmm. just like a crowd like leaving the field at once. It was like, it was just like a mess. But anyways, yeah. like also, the stats, like they, yeah, like they, insane. Playoff Lenny came to play. He had a touchdown, which will, will. We almost messed that one up big time. You who? I who I almost we? messed that one. Yeah, up that's not a we thing. Well, you didn't want it. Um, actually, I think Will, I wanted a, I wanted a uh, playoff Lenny in that parlay that would have hit, but you wanted Tyree Kill in the parlay. Just saying, I'm well, just saying. I would like see. I was thinking because we we had Tom Brady over two and a half touchdowns, and then we wanted Lenny in the late two, and I was like, I like like I didn't. It was kind of to me. I was thinking like that's kind of just like counterintuitive having Tom Brady throw three touchdowns and then getting a running back in the end zone. Like I, like I didn't think they were going to score 31 points. Like I mean, my yeah, prediction, but... they had like, what? I think I said they were going to score like 20 something. Maybe like 20. It was like 28, 25 or something. Yeah. I think it was like 28, 24. So I wasn't expecting that at all, but. Yeah, Tom Brady threw for 201 yards, had three TDs, also won the Super Bowl MVP, which could have honestly been freaking anyone at that point. Could have been anybody on the defense. I think Um, it should have been somebody on the defense. I know Tommy threw for three TDs, but, like, them boys had a day. They they are eating. It was nuts. And then Winfield threw up the peace sign to Tyree Kill. That was the coolest thing ever. That's actually, Will – I was going to talk to you about that on Twitter. That's going to be our new Twitter header for like a while. That is like yeah. the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because right it's now, like, what's it? Like oh, it's Jimmy like, Butler. It's not even Derwin anymore. Yeah, I changed it to Jimmy, but that's going like, to be the new one for literally maybe the rest of our podcast. Like that like, is the coolest picture I've ever seen in my life. Like the balls on Winfield to do that as a rookie is insane. Right? Like Tyree Kill, like he bugged on all, all of them. Like we'll we'll get I'm gonna I'm gonna I have the boring stats. I have I have it all. You have the next gen stats. I have the next gen stats for everything that was just it was just crazy. Like when I was looking at it this morning when I was doing it, because I was actually quite interested because mm-hmm. they were like they were talking about what they were doing, and I was just like, This is I don't know, but but Antoine Winfield doing that because he did that to 
Like he did that Sally on Winfield when they played. Yeah, when he ran right past him. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like went up to his helmet and went like this. It was just Yeah, that was cool. Like that was so cool. I know. Well, yeah. Um, let me bore you guys with some next gen stats. So um we're gonna start off with one, not a next gen stat. This is actually a will stat. So I took a look at the Chiefs running in the playoffs because I figured obviously the passing game was not working well since everyone was just wanted to hit off their face mask that last night. So, and when they ran the ball, they were running it pretty decently. Uh, the Super Bowl, I mean, obviously, I don't expect every team to have an insane rushing day, but they ran the least amount through their whole Super Bowl, Super Bowl run this year, like playoffs-wise, not regular season. They ran the most, actually, their first game against the Cleveland Browns, which I believe was like 120-something yards as a team. They only ran for a little bit over 100 this game. And, like, in the Super Bowl, that's a game that you, like, need to get everything going, you know? You need to be, like, a nice smooth rhythm where it's, like, if you can't pass, you should have already established your run game so you can fall back on that. They didn't establish the run game the whole game, and that's what really screwed them because they're relying on Pat Mahomes with – I guess he has some serious turf toe, too. Yeah, they said that he was going to have surgery. Like Yeah, so you're still relying on him who's (laughs) going to have surgery in, like, a week when you can rely on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who – on his attempts, I must say, he was run, running very hard. He wanted it really bad. They have three running backs. I mean, Le'Veon Bell didn't touch the field. I mean, get someone. Yeah, like, right? I mean, they, they had Damian Williams, too. Like, they, they like who could have easily won MVP of the Super Bowl last year, too, which is crazy. No, no, no. They have a different Williams. Different Williams. Different Williams? Damian took oh, the yeah, year oh, off. Yeah. They have Daryl oh, now. Yeah. Daryl's the one that dropped it in the end zone. That's my bad. Yeah, I was just like, they, like, this is just crazy. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why they didn't start the run game because, like we said, like, one, when they went down, like, possession. Like, they need to have possession and, like, get a score, which the only yep. person that scored was Harrison Butker. <laughs> he went – he actually yeah, – what was it? He, actually had a pretty, he had a pretty good game. He went three for three and had a 52-yard field goal. I mean, hey, Butker, he's the best kicker in the league. And I will, uh, let's get into betting a little bit here. Um, dude, we had both teams to score every single quarter. Both teams scored every quarter except for the fourth. Neither of them scored in the fourth quarter. I, I didn't even realize it. Like, I was like, I didn't either. I was, like, I, w- like, I was, I was like, just so, like, in shock at, like, this was actually happening. I was like, well, it's good that we're, like, uh, going to be positive on the night because of that. Like, we were going to be positive both those hit. So, I, like, went to sleep feeling good. I was like, at least we're coming out positive. I woke up and saw that we were down, like, a good amount. (laughs) (laughs) We were down a good amount. And I was like, what? So, I, like, checked the stats to see everything. And then I just noticed in the box score that neither team scored in the fourth quarter. That's, like, such a Super Bowl thing, too. Like, Well, I have all our stats, uh, if you want to go through them, or all our bets. Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, so straight bets, we had Shaquille Barrett to have a sack, which he got, I believe, two. Yep. Maybe even three. I think he had two sacks. I think it was two. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which, uh, yeah, that's... We threw not a lot on Anthony Sherman to score. I mean, hey, big payout. He scored, he scored last Super Bowl. Big payout. Uh, four net to score was a straight bet, so we hit that. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Chiefs and Bucks to score every quarter. Those were our straight bets. So we ended up only hitting two out of five. <laughs> and then the Lays did not hit. I don't like and the then, Lays. Were, yeah. like, the Lays were just tough. Like We thought like the Chiefs were going to have a decent day. We thought it was going to be like a decent day yeah. in total. Right. Cause yeah, I'll, I'll say the parlays too. We had Kelsey over eight and a half receptions, which hit mm-hmm. Brady over two and a half touchdowns, which hit. And then all we needed for that one was a Kelsey TD, but he didn't score. So we missed yeah. out on that. And then we had Gronk over two and a half receptions which is and he, he will and will we were debating Tyreek Hill or Lenny. It wasn't much of a debate. You did not want Lenny. We took Tyreek, which honestly, Will, I'm not mad at you for it, but, like, I'm mad now because it happened, so I'm allowed to yeah. be mad. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't mad at the time because I was like, it's Tyreek Hill. Uh, but that didn't hit either. <laughs> so yeah. We yeah. we lost a good it amount tough. last night. It, yeah, but it was tough. we're coming back with a huge hockey parlay, so don't worry oh, yeah. about it. Do um, not worry about it. So some more next gen stats here um one of the biggest ones i think back to the run game actually patrick mahomes had a hell of a day running uh he ran about 497 yards behind the line of scrimmage last night oh my goodness which i believe is the most like ever that's Um, a lot he was also pressured on 29 of his 56 dropbacks which is the most in super bowl history yeah they were sending the heat um, we also had so so the last time they met up, I don't remember the week specifically, but obviously they it got the passing 10. game. Week ten, they got yep. the game going, the, the offense going well. Tyreek Hill had like two hundred in the first quarter. Um, they exposed them on the outside of the numbers. Uh, Tyreek Hill had four targets, two receptions, and three yards outside the numbers. Wow. Now, the most insane, I think, to me, the most, besides the Patrick Mahomes running almost 500 yards behind the line of scrimmage, was the blitz from the Bucks. So they blitzed on 9.6% of the dropbacks, which is the lowest rate by Bulls-led defense in the last five seasons. And their, their blitz or their pressure was only a four-man rush, and they had 16 pressures. It was only four guys. That's... That's huge because you know Todd Bowles loves to blitz too, but I think he, yeah, as he's a very smart coach, he definitely. I mean, any coach would have seen that. You have both your starting tackles out. We have Shaquille Bear, we have Vita Vea, we have Indomitian Sue, we have JPP, we have Devin White, even at middle linebacker. We could send four out of those guys, and we're going to create pressure because you have two backup tackles. Yeah, so it's gonna, that was a great move work. by them, and it worked no very well. Because I yeah. mean, you still have those guys that I named are very, very good pass rushers. Yeah, then there's no need to send everyone, obviously. And then um, they add some, obviously, some takeaways. So obviously, um, Bucks 
took away the sidelines. They had two high safeties, which pretty much took away all their passing attempts, all the Chiefs yep. passing attempts. You saw that right off the beginning. Yes. And um, another interesting stat, I don't have the numbers, unfortunately, because it wasn't like they were weird. It wasn't that serious. Um, the uh, tight windows passing, they got that one. Uh, the Bucks avoided pretty much every single tight window pass that you could think of, except for I believe that one to uh, Antonio Brown. One of the main wow. ones. Mahomes threw, I think, like 10% of his passes in tight windows. Yeah, which the Chiefs like to do. So if you can stop yeah. that, which they did very well. And even when they didn't stop that and it went through, I mean, the Chiefs receivers did a good job of stopping it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it was just the stats this game, like behind everything that we saw were just – I just don't like I was just speechless, like really watching. Yeah, like the game. like they they got killed. They got killed. It was thirty one yeah. to nine. Um it was just I mean once again, Will, I was hoping for a classic. I wasn't upset. Like I I'm not gonna say that was a bad game because it was a good game for the Bucks. The Chiefs yeah. just looked awful. Yeah, the Chiefs just looked really bad. I mean, can't really say this is a classic. But I, I'll definitely say in the – depending on the Chiefs saga, I'd say, in, in an upcoming dynasty that they have going on, depending on what goes on in their future, this could definitely be, like, one of the biggest games, like, that we see from them, like, in terms of, like, not playing to what we expect. Yeah. um, And, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the last – five Super Bowls I feel like all of them will except for Pats Rams I think I enjoyed watching all of them more and honestly Pats Rams was a pretty good game too this is a great it was an insane defensive battle I mean once again like so this was so another uh getting back to Gronk really quick uh, that that whole playoff run they had the last two games. So the game they played against the Chiefs, Gronk had a uh, diving catch that pretty much sealed them the win against the Chiefs, and also a diving catch against the Rams that sealed them the win. And in this game, he had six receptions, sixty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. And he had and he had a touchdown where like where Tom Brady like sl- like he like slinged it like it was like at least I think it was a thirty-yard catch. Uh huh. His like they showed like the like the way he got off of the DB it was nuts, like his footwork was just insane. It was I've never like, I don't know. It was just, I mean, we've been saying the whole playoff run that he was due. <laughs> like yeah, like he had to be due. I didn't think he was going to be due. I didn't for, know he was like, going to be due. Of, like yeah, like one of the best games he's like played. In, in, I like, think my favorite stat will so far that I don't know if you said it on the pod yet. You may have. But you told me yesterday, him, he was one of two people to score two receiving touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and the only other one was Jerry Rice. Like, that's how you know you're just on a different level. That game. And he did that after retiring. Like, he retired, came back. <laughs> he retired and then to, nah, scored not going two to the touchdowns. Lions and then scored two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to the Lions. <laughs> you're not sending me to the Lions. I'm just going to retire, wait, wait a little bit. And then you guys are gonna trade me to the Bucks. It's as simple as that. Yeah, but I mean, other than the fact that the Chiefs got like killed, I mean, I think 
I enjoyed watching like the like the middle two, but the middle two quarter, the middle two quarters, like second and third, obviously where all the action was. But like, yeah. it, was, it was a good game. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, just flew by. It just went by. Like the game was over. Yeah, at one point I was like, no way. There's five minutes left. Yeah, because like I'm so used to like looking at the time, like damn, it's already like midnight. Fourth quarter is like just game ended by up. ten. Game ended like by 10. ten. They were early. They wanted out. Like they were right. Done. Yeah, but I mean, hey, overall, Bucks want to ship. Brady's gonna be back. Brady's not looking like he's slowing down anytime soon. Will not at all. But um, what we haven't talked about since it was on Saturday was NFL honors. And with NFL honors, we also got the Hall of Fame class, Will. So we have our award winners and we have our Hall of Fame class, Will. I say we start with the Hall of Fame. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Before we start the Hall of Fame, a quick flashback to episode 32. We we were not all fully aware of how they did it. We were kind of just like, thrown out there so the nominees yeah. that we had were all the um like modern era finalists not like everyone so we picked like 10 people to get in there was only like four or five but we'll get to who we picked there was, there was other obviously they have um things like senior class or whatever and like coach and executives so yeah all right well to start off will um the first person that made it for the modern era, as you said, which I believe we said he would get in is Alan Feneca, who was a guard for the Steelers, the Jets, and the Cards. Um, I mean, yeah, so we were right. He was, we right. He was a guard. <laughs> I think I mean, we just yeah. said yes to both the offensive linemen because we were just like, we did. why not? Yeah, and then my, and um, we said the other guard was uh, Tony Baselli. Uh, he did not get in. We're just going to say that. But uh, uh, my dad Sorry, told Tony. me he was due. He was due. <laughs> he was due. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was due. He was really yeah. due, Will. Um, moving on. Uh, so a crazy one, I'd say. Um, not re- I, I guess not crazy, but Calvin Johnson is officially a Hall of Famer. First ballot, which we did predict that to happen. Yep. Um, so congratulations to Calvin Johnson. That's huge. Like that's like crazy. He played from 2007 to 2015, and he mm-hmm. had a Hall of Fame career inside of like, like, like putting in perspective, like Tom Brady played before inside. and he's still playing. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Tom Brady had a Hall of Fame career before 2007. He had a Hall of Fame career within like, 2000 to 2015. <laughs> And he had a Hall of Fame career from 2015 to now. I saw so, that, and I was just, like, in shock. I was like, that's just, like... Yeah. No, but like Calvin that. Johnson definitely deserved it. That man yeah. literally set the tone for every receiver ever because he was just different. I agree. But moving on, uh, we have John Lynch, who actually played for the Buccaneers during their Super Bowl winning year, the last time that they won it. He played for the Bucks from 93 to 2003, and he had a brief stint with the Broncos. This man I only know because of Madden. I'm going to be honest. Uh, wasn't a huge Broncos fan when I was yeah. four years old. So I don't really know who he is, but I do know him from Madden. And if you have a nasty card of Madden, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. It's as simple as that. 
I wish we took that exact advice because we did not predict him to get into the Hall of Fame. But yeah. we all we but we also have to like give ourselves a little uh, slack here because we did yeah yeah we had no we, idea what we were doing we we had no <laughs> idea we picked ten people from from the from yeah the entire the modern whole era. class we didn't we didn't think uh, there was like others but yeah um, another one that we definitely predicted that makes a hundred percent sense Peyton Manning is officially a Hall of Famer um, there was no doubt in my mind that he wasn't going to be a first ballot so zero. It was as simple as that. Yeah, not even much to say. Peyton Manning obviously deserved it. He's, I want to say, top three, if not top five quarterbacks yeah. ever. Maybe top five. I'll give him top five. I don't know. I just felt like his spiral. He doesn't have a spiral. If you guys watch his highlights, you will see he has a non-tight spiral. Loose spiral, bad ball. <laughs> but uh, uh, moving on, we have Charles Woodson, the GOAT. May I add, Charles Woodson was that man. He deserved it. He's the GOAT. Everybody knows Charles Woodson. If you don't know Charles Woodson, you've been living under a rock. It was like when – so I think the coolest part about watching the NFL Honors is one this segment because I I feel bad for forgetting the guy's name that always goes to everyone's house to say that you, like, got into the Hall of Fame. Well, the guy that's famous for the knock? Yeah. You don't know his name, Will? As you're typing. As I'm looking it up. <laughs> David Baker? You don't know yeah, David, David Baker? Baker. <laughs> as, I, like, as I look it like, up. <laughs> like, it's just like, like those moments are just like, they're like cool. Like Charles yeah. was just like tearing up. I was like, geez, I was like, I like. He was like, he was. So yeah, cool. I, I saw that video too. He was getting interviewed in his backyard and David Baker was like, I was knocking on your door for like 10 minutes. It's <laughs> like so didn't know where you were. Yeah. All right, but I believe that's it for the modern era, right? We yeah, have that's all. Tom had, Flores uh, as a coach. Yep. Um, and then we had a bunch of senior dudes. We had uh, Bill Nunn. He was a scout and person personnel executive. Um, and then Drew and then, Pearson. Yeah, the OG eighty eight, as Michael Irvin said. Oh, the OG88. Yeah, so pretty All cool. Right, well, good, good Hall of Fame class, I'd good say. Good Hall of Fame class. Yeah, that's a solid Hall of Fame class. 100%. But that's going to wrap up the Hall of Fame class, Will. I said we get right into one more thing that we have with the NFL, which is the NFL honors before we move on to a brief NBA section. Um, So, Will, we've been making predictions since the start of the season, right? Predictions since the start of the season about who's going to be MVP, who's going to be Opoy, Depoy, Rookie of the Year on the offense, Rookie of the Year on the defense, uh, and Coach of the Year. They have finally came out. So let's see how we shape up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. 
Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Shred Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Yeah, let's see how we did. I'm actually quite curious. Starting off, Will, I'm going to start us off with the most important one. (laughs) 100%. With the most important trophy award which is obviously the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. Not right. Offensive Rookie of the Year, even though he did win that, but Pepsi Rookie of the Year, and that goes to our very own Justin Herbert. Jay Herbo, you know, he, I mean, he's just out here doing his thing. Like, they, Name a better man to receive the Pepsi Rookie of the Year because you can't. I mean, can't name one. He's dirty, best like he's nasty, bolt up. He's so yeah. good. They almost gave him defensive rookie of the year too, just because he was the best rookie by far ever. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this is just like he just had an insane first season. I think he had the best rookie year, like in history. Yeah, as a quarterback, I, I didn't want to say it will, but you did. So I'm gonna go with it because I don't know. He's the like, Herbert became the youngest player with 30 touchdown passes in a single season, like ever. Like, are you kidding? He me? threw for he threw for 4K too. Yeah. So it's, name a better man. Just, Give him the MVP. <laughs> I mean, like, could have, could have, really could have. Was like, it in that division? He could have. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, also defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young. We'll just get the rookies out of the way. I mean, we all knew it was going to be Chase Young. That man is yeah. literally, literally a monster. He's a he's a bad man. Um, we got. Uh, did we? We already said we already had the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Obviously, we already said that Justin Herbert. Oh wait, also, well, I want to say I think we were right. Uh, we both had rook- offensive and defensive Rookie of the Year. We got them right, pretty much. Yeah, we we predicted uh, Her- Herbo, and I think we said Chase Young. Right? We definitely I, said Chase Young. I think a couple I, of times we said like a few different we people. Said, we said Winfield and like Jeremy Chin a couple of times, which they were they yeah. were nominees. They were they were yeah. nominees. So we were we were. Uh, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it as right for us. Yeah, we'll, we'll call that as right. Uh, we'll move in. We'll stick on the offense. The AP Offensive Player of the Year, none other than King Henry. I mean, I don't really know who else would really have won this. I mean, yeah. It was pretty simple. Yeah. Like, I think we guessed yeah, that we one, too. Season. I want to say we did. Yeah, we did. By the sounds I of it, we're, we like, did. the best ever. Yeah, we're shooting 100 right mm-hmm. now. But where it all falls down, <laughs> I was the just AP say. Defensive Player of the Year, uh, that went to Aaron Donald. We both said TJ Watt fairly. Uh, yes, and no disrespect – to Aaron Donald, but if you bring it down to a statistical standpoint, as this is the stats episode right now, um, yeah. J- also, J.J. Watt tweeted it out. That's how you know it's personal. He took it personal. It was um, personal. His brother, TJ, led the NFL in every major defensive category. Aaron Donald was like, I want to say, like behind him by a decent amount. 
Yeah, I know. But the thing is, well, at the same time, it's like Aaron Donald, they're like, I don't know. Check, check the, uh, check the uh, responses to that tweet. You'll see pictures of Aaron Donald literally getting triple teamed. I know when he played the Seahawks, he got triple teamed maybe every single snap. So like, he TJ Watt yeah, like he's obviously not going to have those same better stats, statistical like, wise yeah he was better statistical wise but like you have to see like the players around you too which I still think it should have gone to TJ Watt but like I mean honestly it could have gone either way just because of like how good Aaron Donald truly is like no matter what Aaron Donald could have zero sacks in a year and he'd still be up there just because they were close in sacks too like it wasn't like it was that far yeah. Uh, there was 15 to 13 and a half. TJ Watt had 15. Yeah, I just feel like um, Aaron Donald just has such a large presence on defense. Like, he allows his team to do a lot more than anyone else will ever allow their team to do. Yeah. So, it, like, for people that thinks it, think it, like, isn't close, like, it's, it's definitely close. But TJ Watt, I still think, I mean – he put up big numbers. He did. And it, it was truly neck and neck. In my opinion, it was neck and neck. I would have given it to TJ Watt, but I see why Aaron Donald got it. Yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I wonder why TJ Watt didn't get it. And then, like, I mean, it's Aaron Donald. I'm not going to question it. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's Aaron Donald. Like, what am I supposed, what am I, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, so that's where we go wrong, Will. Uh, and to finish it off with the NFL MVP, um, which I feel like we had a lot of different answers this year. Um, you know, we started off strong with Russ, and then we moved to Patrick Mahomes for a week, and then we finished it off with this guy who was the MVP, which is Aaron Rodgers, which was definitely like an obvious choice there because, I mean, who else are you going to give it to? You saw what Rodgers did all year. Yeah, um, couldn't make it to the Super Bowl, but he had a great year. He had a great yeah. regular season, and that's all he that did. matters. He did, and then um, we also have Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski, which I believe we also got that yep. one correct. We had him. We had Brian Flores. Um, I remember obviously way early on. We had the way too early. We had a. Uh, we had. Um, Tomlin, because obviously we Steelers were insane. Now they are not, obviously. And then uh, one last one, uh, one of the more one of the most prestigious awards I'd say in the NFL, the Walter Payne NFL Man of the Year, was none other than Russell Wilson. Uh yeah, just a class act. I mean, not much you can say. Hundred percent. Biggest award that the Seahawks will see for the next few years. Uh, because, Will, I'm finally at the point of being let down so many times. Remember remember during the season where it's like I could see them losing this game just because? Yeah, and they literally they, lost the they game. Did that, they did that against the Rams. And I'm just so used to being let down nowadays that, like, I don't think I'm ever going to see a Super Bowl win for my favorite team ever again in my whole entire life. Well, see, the thing is, um, <laughs> that's, that's obviously, where I'm obviously right before the pod, we had this conversation. I believe it was in the summer. Um you had the statistical breakdown of the years it's going to take before you see the Super Bowl. Right, right now, right now, you are still on for your projection. You had them losing 
I did have them losing. And you said it, you said their sophomore year they might make it, they might lose in the NFC Championship, and then you said your junior year they think they're gonna win. I'm. I believe you said that. I made, it was either sophomore or junior year. I said yeah, when I, I was a, a while ago. When I I said that when I was a junior in high school. I said that like three years ago. I was it like, okay, like it was like last year. I was like, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. They're gonna lose in the divisional the next year. Then they're gonna lose in the wild card. So so far, I'm just red hot. Next yeah. year, I got them losing in the divisional. The year after that, I got them losing in the NFC Championship. The year after that, I don't know. We might get it, but if we don't get it by then or the next year, I may never see a championship for the rest of my life. It might be like that. Like if you think that's a long time. Like, it's like what, I know, Will, but like you, like the Cubs, like, Will. The Cubs went through it. The Sox went through it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's gone through it. There's teams that don't even have a championship win. We only have one. I know we started in, like, the 80s, but, like, we only have one. Like, it's bad. I'm scared. I'm truly scared. It's going to be interesting. I mean, that and obviously we have – now NFL offseason, we got draft, we got everything coming up, um, which is which I think this is going to be one of the more interesting offseasons we're going to have for mm-hmm. a lot of different reasons. Obviously, as before, we said the Saints are in quite a predicament with yeah. their cap space. Uh huh. Um, also, it's going to be fun. I, I like the offseason a lot. We're going to have some mock drafts. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. We're going to have mock drafts. We're going to be like, oh, my gosh, where's this player going in free agency? Big trades might be made. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I mean. It's going to be a lot of fun, in my opinion. I agree. It's, it's going to be. And there's going to be, I mean, obviously, Deshaun Watson right now. Um, Obviously, we know he's on the move. We don't know where yet. We don't, we know, don't where know where to. Where. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big impact. Um, I'm not sure if we talked about this on the last episode. Um. Did we talk about Matthew Stafford getting traded for Jared Goff? I like want to say we did. I like I don't remember if we did. We didn't have it. We didn't have it in our notes, but then I like remembered that we never talked about it. I was like, wait, we haven't talked about this. Yeah, so I, I, I think we talked I, about I, it. Yeah, but that's even crazy too. So we're already starting off well in the season. Just just ended. So yeah. Yeah, we got, we got a long stretch ahead for season two of Inside the Five. Uh, but with that being said, Will, the NFL season is over. Yeah, so we got we to gotta face that. And season two means that there is a new most important, uh, most important uh, league, most important game that is being played, and that is the NBA. So the NBA will now, I mean, kind of be taking over Inside the Five along with hockey. Uh, and then baseball will be soon to come in season two as well. Um, but Can't forget, we got a few weeks. We got a few weeks before. Yeah. For the dance. Oh, and yeah. March Madness. College basketball ain't going to be started. But uh, with that being said, let's open up our locks, Will. Uh, if it's okay with you, can we just fly through these locks? We're not doing good. Yeah, we are not doing well at all. With our yeah, locks. so I had, I had Warriors, Mavs, Dallas minus two and a half. Uh, they lost by 31. Uh, Will... You had uh, Rockets Grizzlies. You had Grizzlies minus two and a half. Uh, they lost by twelve. 
So you're six and three. I'm five and four. I think, right? Yeah, that I, checks out. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, close enough. We'll call it that. Um, but yeah, so we're bad. We're bad. But y'all, yep. y'all will see what we're about to do to <laughs> switch switch it up. Um, but anyways, uh, to the Celtics now. Will um, their last two games? They're still on the western western coast. Little uh, little streak over on the west coast. Uh, they started off, they played the Clippers, and they actually beat them. Uh, I believe that game was on ESPN, right? Yeah, it was a Saturday night game, I believe. That was a good game. It was a good game. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Um, and then we played Sunday afternoon, which is, Will, that's your favorite game of the year. Uh, tough loss to the Suns, but I was, like, mad that we lost to the Suns. And then I realized, like, the Suns are actually pretty freaking good this year. Yeah, and obviously um, every time Brad Stevens sees uh, Devin Booker, it's like, oh, shit, we're done. Yeah, seven. Game over, guys. Like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I can't and believe he dropped 70 on us that time. I, I just – like, that left me speechless. I don't even really understand that. But anyways, uh, the next few for the Celtics. we got Celtics at the Jazz on Tuesday um that should be a good game i don't really even know off the top of my head you know what i'll just take the celtics because why not and then raptors the at, at the celtics on thursday i bet you the raptors beat us again give give me the celtics tampa bay's got nothing on us <laughs> tampa bay's what you forget happen. is that they play in tampa bay that's what you forget yeah so that's plays a big part <laughs> yeah it's 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 title tampa bay now Title Bay. That's Title Bay. That actually is kind of sick. All right. Well, and in. we got tonight's game. Yep. Probably, probably one of the biggest locks of the episode we've <laughs> ever had. Um, I've never really seen anything like this. I've never seen this before. We have Rockets, Hornets, Houston minus two. I'm going to take the Rockets. I mean, yes, yes, not the Rockets. The Hornets plus two. And then. Uh, yeah. So that's his lock of the week. Uh, my lock of the week <laughs> is Houston Rockets minus two. So uh, Will took Will took the Hornets plus two originally, and I believe we both. Uh, I want to say we both lost the past two. So, with that being said, Will one of us has to win. Yeah, one of us In has to theory. win. One of us has to win. And last so I just took I took one for the team by taking a chance here. One of us is gonna win unless it's ninety eight to ninety six. And we tie. And if we tie, that would be pretty freaking funny. So it's a win-win-lose situation for me. Yeah, and I think a tie is a, is a good win because now every single time we've ever had, like, a lock of the week, lock of the episode, and every series in our first, like, like season covering, we've had a tie. We've had a tie. We need a tie by the end of the season. So why yeah. not try to get one tonight? And it works both ways. Now one of us will not just have a tie. We'll both have a tie. Yeah, and I feel bad for saying lock of the episode nowadays because, honestly, me and Will literally put zero thought into them. We're just like, if we like them tonight, then we like them. Like, we don't actually take an in-depth, like, look at locks. Like, it's it's just kind of like a fun game that we're playing to, like, see, yeah, like – if you guys heard the conversation that we had to do lock of the episode, it's probably the funniest thing ever. We're literally yeah, all right. like, what's going through our minds is definitely like, all right, uh, Rockets, Hornets, um, okay, Timberwolves, Mavs, who's playing tonight, and then like you see, like Warriors, Spurs, 
They're wearing their jerseys tonight. Yeah, know. it's like, I don't know if they're uh, wearing the jerseys. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. not even like, it's not even like, oh, I mean, Spurs are playing good. Like, they're on a good run. I don't know. Warriors are playing well. It's not even that case. It's literally just like, the jerseys. I don't know. Like, I was going to take the Timberwolves plus 10 against the Mavs, and then I saw that their whole starting lineup was out. Um, <laughs> but, like, 10's a lot, so I was scared. Uh, I didn't even look at Bucks Nuggets because why would I? Wizards Bulls, I don't even want to look at the score of that game because I couldn't care less. Warriors Spurs is the jersey clash, so that's scary. And then Thunder Laker, I was going to take the Thunder plus 10 and a half with AD out tonight, but then I remembered it's the Thunder, so it's scary. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just see what happens here. And if I pull it off, Will, then we'll be even, and that would be great. But if I don't, then you'll be up big. <laughs> and or right now with tie. nine minutes or left in the tie. second, with nine minutes left in the second, the Hornets are up three. So it's it's a close game, but right now it's not in my favor. So hopefully we feel whenever that, whenever we finish, whenever we see that, when we report our lock of the weekend season two, because we'll have to carry that over in, uh-huh. in our, in our quick, like three day break for, from season one. There was no break, but <laughs> there was and no our, break. Yeah. They decided yeah. to continue us in rapid formation, so it's okay. Yeah, no big deal. Um, but yeah, that's our lock. Uh also I think I already named the games that are playing tonight. Nobody cares. Um, mm-hmm. because you'll already see the games. So all that matters is our lock, and we already went through those. So with that being said, we'll to wrap up the episode. Um, we said this in the last episode, we're gonna do our first predictions of the major awards those awards being mvp defensive player of the year rookie of the year coach of the year six man of the year and most improved um we haven't done a list in a while i feel like uh yeah we so we didn't, we didn't do we're like getting, the, the beginning of the season way too early way 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 too yeah. early so now we're just doing way too early uh and will if you want to get us started off i say we start with mvp and just go down the list all right um I got two. I don't think it's going to be co, but I have two because right now I, I'm kind of stuck. I got Jokic uh-huh. and Embiid. I think either one of them has – I believe right now Jokic is ahead. That That is why I put him first in front of Embiid. But single-handedly, I think those two players are the reasons why their two teams are succeeding. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't really – like, I, I'd say the dark horse between them, if obviously it's way too early, so who knows. I think Kevin – Durant could be a dark horse. Oh, wow. That's that's a good shout from you. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to name a player that you already named. I have Joel Embiid. But I agree. Kevin Durant could sneak up out of nowhere. He's, he's, like, he's, he's, he's playing insane basketball. Like, like he actually is. It's like, it's, ne- it's like nothing's happening. He's playing better than he did before he got hurt. He's nasty. He's so good. He's, he's different. He's Dude, he could have been a Celtic at one point. He, he literally, like, all oh, that, that, like, the words he said that, like, right before he chose the Warriors, like, I've just, like, was so hurt. I was so excited. He was like, man, I saw Larry. I saw Big Poppy. I saw Tom Brady. So all Tom. I saw was winners. And then I saw Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Like, yeah. yeah and- nice job, guys. <laughs> we brought yeah, the big right. four. We brought our big four out, and they were just like, 
Oh, we nah. brought yeah, we brought we brought like so many people to that meeting, and the players that we brought to that meeting were like Marcus Smart and Kelly Olynyk, and then, I mean, who wouldn't want to be able to play with those three and at Golden State? But like that was like the worst worst Fourth of July of my life. It was just so sad. Oh, I remember seeing that, and like they're just like that. Oh, like I was on the beach. I was on the beach, uh, and my friend was like, "KD just signed," and I was like. Katie just signed. He didn't tell me where. He just said Katie just signed. So I was like, "Let's go!" Like, yes, like Katie just signed. Like, because if you say Katie signed, you're gonna be like, "Oh, he signed to the Celtics." Yeah, if, if you don't say the team, it means he signed with like us. Like, yeah. we're talking like so I went here. I went to Twitter to see what's up. All I see is my next chapter. <laughs> it's Katie to the freaking Warriors. I was yeah. so sad. I was literally just chilling at a pool party for the July, just like yeah, having a great having a great July. time. Then I'm just sitting down at the table, just grubbing, and then all of a sudden I just see a KD signed with the Warriors. I'm just like, just pain. Yeah, thanks for ruining my Fourth of July, <laughs> KD. Yeah. Uh, but to move on, we have Depoy. Will I was actually interested to hear who you had at Depoy because you were struggling before we started recording. Yeah, um, I ended up picking Miles Turner. I believe he's leading the oh. league in blocks right now. So, I want to say he's number two, Will. And he's number three in rebounds. That's what I want to say. But I'm going to look. Because I was looking at that earlier. Miles Turner. Oh, he is number one in blocks. Yep. Okay. You know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of Rudy Gobert. He's number two in blocks and number three in rebounds. I don't have Rudy Gobert, but that's who I was thinking of. So, yeah. Miles Turner has. Rudy Gobert could also be up there, too. Miles Turner has a lot more blocks than anyone a game. He's got 3.6. But, yeah, uh, for my depoy, Will. Uh, I actually have Anthony Davis. I like that one a lot. I, like I was thinking about him. Like I saw his name. Like, I was looking up like potential candidates, obviously. And then, um, but I, I like that one a lot. Dark a horse lot. Christian Wood. He, like he really could be. He's having an insane year. We just love Christian Wood. Actually, wait, shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get. We'll get there. Um, uh. You have him as most improved. Yeah, we know. No, no uh, I don't. I don't. Actually. Oh, you don't? Oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. Uh, uh, next up, Will. Now, because I forgot I said that earlier, like in a few episodes, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. Next up, we have Rookie of the Year, Will. I think we both have the same guy. Yeah, I got Melo. I got oh. Lamelo as well. Simple. Yeah, can't, can't throw shade on the OG Melo. So, I got, yeah. I got, yeah, Lamelo. It's Lamelo. Uh, so, yeah, not much to say. Moving on, coach of the year, Will. Who do you have? Um, I got Monty Williams, the coach of the Suns. Uh, okay, that's they, a good pick. Sun, Suns been playing well. I think he. I think he has a good chance. Obviously, way too early, but yeah, no, it is very early. Uh, and with you saying it is way too early, um, I'm just going with the team that has the best record in the league at 19 and five. Uh, Quinn Snyder, who's the head mm-hmm. coach of the Utah Jazz. I mean. You're 19 and five with Utah Jazz, then you got to be coaching somewhat correctly. So, um, yeah, I agree. Also, I wanted to throw in a quick um, dark horse. Uh, they are ninth in the Western Conference. It's not the best, but they are on the come up. They have been the Nuggets, the Clippers. They beat us and they beat the Pelicans. They played the 76ers tomorrow. That is the Kings. 
if they manage to squeeze into the playoffs, maybe who knows if they end up coming well. Obviously, it is way too early. I don't think anything crazy is going to happen there, but I think as a dark horse, they slip in. There's there's a chance. But That's obviously, an interesting shout from you. Who's their coach? Is it Luke Walton? Uh, yeah, it is Luke Walton. Jeez, oh, look at that look, guy. Look at look, look at Luke. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Um, I didn't think we were going to fly through this as much as we are. But, well, I think you're going to like my six-man, but I'm going to let you go first for six-man of the year. All right. Um, I kind of struggled with this one, and I was thinking, uh, why I didn't not? struggle at all. I, I, like, I don't know why I, like, just thought about him because, he like, he's literally torn over NBA media. Everywhere I look is just LaMelo Ball. So, I think there's a chance he could – win at six man of the year wow he's putting up impressive numbers this season he no he he really is he's putting up pretty good numbers i thought he was averaging more points than he actually is though because i feel like every time i see him like night in night out he's like having 20 point games yeah no he's he's steady dropping like 10 15 he has his 20 point games but like lamello's good He's like he's playing a huge role. That's really the only reason why. Because yeah, like like I mean, at this point, I don't even know if you could really consider him six man because he like comes off the bench and then plays like a lot of the game and he then plays like... like forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, well, the way that I was wording it, I feel like you think I'm about to say Peyton Pritchard, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not. Uh, this man, I actually like a lot to win six man of the year right now. Uh, that man being Jordan Clarkson. That's an interesting one. Right? What's his numbers this season? I haven't heard a whole lot from him. Uh, well, right now, Will, for odds, he's actually number one in odds. And not oh. only is he number one in odds, he has negative odds. So I think it was like negative 150. That's how much of a favorite he is to win six man of the year. That's crazy. Um, this early, he's already negative odds. Yeah, I'll pull up. I'll pull up some of his stats in a second. I just need to get to it. I literally had the stats like up or before. Well, yeah, because he's a six-man. It's like Lou Will, how he yeah. just wins it every year, but, like, nobody cares because it's just six-man. Um, but anyways, Jordan Clarkson, uh, in 25 minutes a game, he's averaging 17 points, 17.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, uh, two assists, and a steal. Wow. Pretty good numbers off the bench. That's actually really good. I like I've always thought of him as a solid role player and eventually if he developed really well he could have been a solid starter like nothing crazy but like I, I thought he would have been like a a mid mid-tier starting point guard because he's pretty I, I, good I did he was too. pretty good I, with the Cavs yeah he just I, never I really just, panned out yeah that's unfortunate because I, I actually really like him a lot uh, yeah but, yeah but I got him at my six man he's also like shooting 46 percent and 38 from the three. I mean, he, he like is a bucket. Like that was like his thing. Yeah. His thing was like when he was, on, when he was on the Lakers, they were like not really using him. Right. Like he was like a catch and shoot. Like it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it was like, weird. He, played like a, he played like two. Like, I mean, he can, like, it, it's, it, inter- it's interchangeable. Like we're playing positionless basketball in this era right now. Like players yeah. are playing wherever the hell they want, but his just, season high so far will, um, was on the 27th of January. He had 31 against the Mavs. He's, ever, he, went, he's like not year. playing bad. 17 points a game is pretty good. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that one a lot. That's a good shout. 
And uh, to wrap it all up, Will, we have most improved player of the year. Uh, I'm just going to I'm going to take this one over. I got Julius Randle. Uh, he's putting up monster numbers. I don't know if you have the same. I, I was going to say, I, I agree on that one. I, I have that one. And when you mentioned Christian Wood earlier, that was the dude who I also had. Yeah, I have I have them both. I think they both could be most improved. I mean, I don't know how well we could say Christian Wood could be most improved because he was already very he had a good like, year high. last year too. Yeah, yeah. Julius Randle, I wouldn't say had the best year last year, but he's having a fantastic year this year. And hundred percent, the, uh, the, the Nets, the Knicks seem very legitimate in the future. Yes, they do. Never um, thought I'd be saying that, but I know, I know. Um, but that's gonna wrap up our predictions, Will. That is also going to wrap up the episode. Um, you have anything to add before I take us away? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, um, thank you all for listening to this episode as well as everybody that listened to season one and kept us motivated to keep uh, keep pushing out these episodes. Uh, as always, we're going to continue to improve. Uh, as long as you guys stick with us and keep listening, the more viewers we get, the more motivation we get to improve, improve every single day. Uh, with that being said, thank you. Uh, look for maybe even a new logo coming soon. We're looking for updates. We're looking to get better every single day. Um, and all I have to say to take us away is Dogecoin to the moon. Wow. Peace. Love it. Peace. Hollywood go Go Hey Hollywood Hey Hollywood go Go Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.